This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So I'm at the movie with uh, Su Chin, Pak, and she's like, "We gotta get out of here. There's a fire. We gotta, we gotta leave." I'm like, Su Chin. We, it's not a fire. We're we're watching Ladder Forty Nine. It's not a real. It's not a real fire. Oh yeah. But it was. It did. It was a real fire. We and we were not seeing Ladder Forty Nine at all. We were seeing Wicker Park. I just thought it was Ladder Forty Nine because of the fire. Right, and I and yeah, and that's like a diagnosable disorder at this point that people who see fires because that movie was so powerful and mm-hmm. realistic um a lot of people have burned because they just thought they were they, enjoying they, they, they were watching ladder 49 yes. yes hey welcome to hollywood handbook and insider's guide to kicking butt and dropping names of the red carpet line back always of this industry we call showbiz what up what up okay did that, that I feel think... okay no <laughs> sean what do you think of all this apple stuff oh gosh what do i think uh, well, uh, it's funny you phrase it that way because I'm one of the only people who actually does think and uses my own brain mm-hmm. in order to decide what kind of product to buy. I don't necessarily get written a prescription by the commercials on TV, mm-hmm. which is my doctor in that case saying, here, you have to have the Apple stuff. Mm-hmm. Or you'll get sick. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because. But that is how some people think. Oh, gosh. I mean, I think that's half America right now. Mm-hmm. And the problem with Apple that people don't know mm-hmm. is everything's so proprietary. Mm-hmm. And you can only have an Apple machine to go with an Apple machine. It's like getting a brick. It's like going to the store and spending $10,000 or whatever it is on a, on a red brick. Yes. And that's a, approximately what they cost. Mm-hmm. And if you are a real tech geek and love science tech stuff the way that I do, a true one, mm-hmm. then you just say what I've said before, which is my next phone's not going to be iPhone. Because on, on iPhone, you can't change any of the apps. You can't hack it. Mm-hmm. And I am a big hacker. You can't switch between sites. No. And there's no swipe. Mm-hmm, there's no swipe. It's not user-friendly because mm-hmm. there's no swipe. Mm-hmm. And so I don't own any Apple products anymore. Mm-hmm. Because also, and I know they're trying to fix this, but please, too little too late, the screen's not big enough. How often do you watch a movie in an Uber? Every single morning. Yeah, because you get a text. Yes. Emergency. It's me, William Friedkin. Watch it, me. Watch me now. I need notes ASAP. Mm-hmm. I'm in the with movie, execs the now. Mo- William Friedkin's not saying watch me. The movie is saying watch me. 
Yes. In this one instance, the most recent movie, he's the star of it. My thing is, with these watches, for example, if I'm supposed to watch movies on that, my headphones aren't long enough to go from the watch all the way to my ears. I have to sort of have my hand lifted up kind of close to my head as I'm trying to watch my movie, if I'm going to hear anything on my headphones, because my cord is very short. Now, the watch is innovative because it is a wearable. It's a wearable, yes. It is a wearable, Mm -hmm. fine. But what I found I can do is take a Reebok band, tennis sweatband, wristband, and shove my Galaxy S4 in there. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, and then you, boom, now that's a wearable. Yes, and then you can see some of the time that's poking out from under the wristband. Yeah, yeah. Most of it. Oh, yes. I can make an inference. We want to do a segment on the show. Uh, it's so hot in Los Angeles right now. And so what we want to do is a segment that, that is good for cooling everyone down, and it's called the Teaser Freezer. And the way the teaser freezer works is teasers are commercials about movies, and we keep them in the teaser freezer so they stay cold. Did you have anything you wanted to add? Well, I mean, the only thing I have to add is just that I was sweating from how hot, and I did mm-hmm. have to move my fan closer to my bed. And because my windows are the crank windows that open out sideways in my basement from yeah. um, uh, that my dad doesn't want to get the windows redone in the apartment – um uh that doesn't allow me to have a standard air conditioner in there. But now you know also about the fan that you are not supposed to move it too close. Too close to the bed? Well, cuz of your hair. Yes. Well, I my hair is I have <laughs> temporary hair right now. Because I am in between two different hairs that I'm going to have. One for my last movie, one for my next movie. And yes. so the hair I have right now, because it's not permanent, if it were to get caught in a fan or if it were to touch a fan, if I rolled over when I'm sleeping. It would swing you. Yes, it would swing me and it would possibly remove a big chunk of my scalp. And I did have that happen to... Uh, Friend of mine, uh, when we both had temporary hair and we were both close to a fan at a restaurant and his got caught in it and 168 stitches couldn't put him back together again. So anyway. Couldn't. Could not. Could not. All the king's horses, all the king's men and 168 stitches couldn't put him back together again after that hair fan incident. So I do need to be careful, but at the same time, it's so hot and I was sweating. So we're in the teaser freezer now and I'm excited to cool down. So we open up the freezer and... (laughs) Mush! Mush! Go! And we reach inside and we pull out a teaser and you look at it and the teaser is for the equalizer. The Equalizer. This is a movie. It's got Denzel, and we love Denzel. And it's an action movie, but it has a brain in its head. They're so often so dumbed down for the lowest common 
denominator. Mm-hmm. And that is just people think in order to have an action movie with guns and violence that the only people that are going to enjoy that are this denominator that is so low. It's the lowest one. That you can't have something smart. Mm-hmm. And thank God Hollywood finally got, you know, one of my messages. Yes, it's a movie and it has the the explosions and the guns. And the punching. For the lowest common denominator. But it also has a little, few little treats in there for mom and dad. And we'll, and we'll show you why right now in the teaser freezer. So it starts, Denzel's in a diner and he's reading a book and it's Old Man in the Sea. He got that fish yet? Hmm? They're both. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. It's a happy ending. Not exactly. The old man met his greatest adversary just when he thought that part of his life was over. Why didn't he just let the fish go? Old man's got to be the old man. Fish has got to be the fish. Got to be who you are in this world, right? No matter what. Wow. A lot of treats for a thinking person who likes books. And this is especially relevant for me because... My 2014 book is Old Man in the Sea. Mm. I did a Mice and Men last year, mm-hmm. and I said, this year I'm going even longer. I think they're about the same length, actually. That's a great 2014 book. And so I am uh, about two-thirds of the way through. Mm-hmm. And I don't even mind that it sort of spoils it because I was wondering in it as I'm reading this great words, what's going on in this book? And for Denzel to so tightly say it, Mm -hmm. wow. That the fish has got to be the fish and the old man's got to be the old man. (laughs) That sums it up. And that's something that they'd ever say outright in the book, but it is very strongly implied. And if you look at it that way, it becomes easier to read the book. And Mm -hmm. I've even done more pages since seeing this teaser. Because this was my 1975 book and I read it. I really enjoyed it. As you know, it's about 70 pages long. But in the teaser, you notice that the book he's reading is a huge leather bound, looks like about a 700 page book. And if you actually look at the teaser, he's reading this book in a restaurant, you know, go to a restaurant, read a book. And he is on, it looks like maybe page four of this book. You see him reading it. And he's very, very early in the book, especially to have picked up as much as he has so far. But I think here's the secret about him. This is how you know he's smart. He's got this big version of the book because I think he's so smart. It's like it's like the old man of the sea 10 times in a row because he's so smart. He's going to read it. I have a theory. What? What? I have a theory. What is it? He has some pages in the book where he writes what he thinks about the book. So he reads one page and then he writes nine pages of his own theories. I think so. And isn't that interesting that we could have two different ideas about it only from seeing four seconds of well, one it teaser? It forces you to think. It forces you to ask some questions and to have some you say, why of is your that, own thoughts. Why is that book so big? I know it's not supposed to be that big. Why? Why is he reading it in the restaurant? Why is he talking about it like he knows well, is everything it, about it when he's only on page four? Yes, and why is a teen girl talking to him about his book, too? And why is she asking it in a way? Why is her first question, 
did he catch that fish yet? Which if he didn't, like, fuck you, lady. You know, because I'm trying to read this book. Yo, Pops, bet you didn't have to push no dollies at your old job, did you? Guilty as charged. So now he's he's working at his job. Open the register up right now. And he's getting robbed. It, and he works at a Home Depot store. Please. A style store. And it's called Home Mart. Which is sort of an improvement on the Home Depot concept. Maybe they can't use Home Depot. So hard to say. So hard to remember. Home Depot is really almost impossible to say. But... If you work at a store... First of all, it doesn't look like it says Depot. That's honestly, what makes it so hard. Honestly. You have to actively actually not read it if you want to say it. Well, and you have to practice saying it enough times that you don't mm-hmm. have to take a big pause between the two words. Mm-hmm. Because what's nice for Home Mart... You, well, you're not saying it actually correctly. I'm sorry. What's nice for Home Mart... No, you have to say both words. Home Mart... You're you're saying one M. You need to say you just pronounce each word individually. Say it, you say it. Home Mart. Home Mart. No, you're not doing it right. You have to say it's two words. It's not one word. Brett, am I losing my friggin' beans today? I mean, am I out of my mind? Brett, you Try again? you say it. Home Mart. No, you're saying one M. Home Mart. And what's nice about saying Home Mart? No, that's your not mouth, the name. Is your mouth the is name already, of the company is Home Mart? Well, I'm sorry, you lost this battle, and I hate to give Brett a full Brett, vote, try but again. It is two to one. You know that's wrong. I, I saying, would say you're saying Home Mart. Home Mart. I'm saying both words. Y- no, but they flow into each other. That seems like the way you do. You have it. to finish the Home Mart. No, Home-mart. you have to finish the word Home. And it's and what's nice about Home Mart is your mouth is already at the M, so right. you don't got to take a whole other trip to go find the D. No, Home Art is a totally different thing from what this name is, which is Home Mart. Okay, well, uh, how about Wal- oh, Walmart? <laughs> well, that's not how it's spelled at all. You're Walmart. Pr- you're putting it. Walmart. Walmart. Okay, well, hope you like having engineer bread on your side. Uh, must be a really great I feeling. Do. Must be a really great feeling to have engineer oh. bread agree with you on how to pronounce a word. Does that feel good? You know what, Hayes? You're right. It's not a very good feeling, is it? I didn't really think about what I was doing and who I was sort of aligning myself with. In a discussion of how to pronounce a word. I guess the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was, uh, you know, make, making me be think I'm friends with Engineer Brett for a minute. <laughs> when it comes just, to some things, conversations about, like, wearing a Beatles shirt, you know, Brett's an expert on that. There's no denying it. When it comes right. to wearing a Beatles shirt, you want to talk to Engineer Brett, Right. You, see, you, would ex- consi- you would consider yourself an expert on that, wouldn't you? An expert on the Beatles or wearing no, a Beatles shirt? No, definitely not an expert on the band, the Beatles. An expert on... I am. Where, no, I, you are not an expert on Brett. that. You're an expert on wearing a Beatles shirt. I suppose I'm pretty good at that. No, but. You, you, I, I'm, I'm willing to concede that you are an expert on that, in fact. Okay, I'll take, take that. Take I'll take it. You're I'll doing it right now. Take I'm it. taking it? No, you're wearing a Beatles shirt. Yeah, I am. 
in, I'm doing it pretty well, I would say. You're doing it expertly. Okay, yeah, I'm an expert on it. But when it comes to saying a word, would you call yourself an expert on that? A little bit. You're saying you're an expert on saying a word. On some words, I feel pretty which confident. Ones? Okay, which ones? Like the Beatles. Saying the word the Beatles, you're an expert on? Well, of course you are. You got it on your shirt. Right. But uh, you can home, just look home at your art, shirt whenever you want to say that. I feel pretty comfortable saying home art. Home, home mart. It's home mart. I'm really going through something here. What's wrong? I mean, Engineer Brett is roasting you. I mean, he's on the right side of this thing. I swear to God he is. Listen to what you say. I just... Down to... Down to the last detail. I just feel like Engineer Brett has it pegged. And what happened to you or what happened? Did he take some kind of super pill or something and now he's a smart guy? And how well, did you fall so far? I've been working with you for a long time. Okay, then if that's true, then he should be doing the rest of the show. He shouldn't he he should do the teaser freezer. He should do the rest of the teaser freezer. If that's how you feel, I would why would I be hosting the show anymore? Why would I finish the teaser freezer when Brett can do it? When if he's the one who's and he's an expert on saying all the words. Why did he do it? Why did he do the teaser freezer? And I do the sound. Hey. Well, I just do the sound. Hey. Here, here I go. Hey, come back. Hey, get back in your seat. There's get back in your seat. There's no way you know how to do the sound. Go, I'll do it. You don't know how to do the sound. Well, I'll do teaser freezer. Get up. Well, if we're right about this, then he would be able to do the sound. I mean, he would have become that dumb. Don't that that would make sense to him. Okay, so, <sighs> Brett, you know you're going to sort of start it and, and describe what's happening and then stop it. and Well, you know how to do it. You're Hayes now. Okay, go ahead. What are we doing? <laughs> what am I doing? You do the teaser freezer. Okay, you do the teaser freezer. You know how to pronounce the words, so. We made our bed, Brett. And okay, and I'm I, here. I, I, I get to do the sound. Okay, just sit there and don't press anything, though. Is it red? Are the is it red going across? Just make sure it's red. Is what red? Just the file, the wave file. The Hayes, wave just force. feel. Hey, Brett, the big one is red. You don't do both. Now, just feel it out, Hayes. Yeah, I okay. know how to do it. This is all I do now. Okay, now Brett, play more to the teaser. Okay. Here we go. What's you knowing about? It is about a guy who's a knight in shining armor, except he lives in a world where knights don't exist anymore. My ring. The book, right? Brett, what do you right. think of that part of the teaser? Well, he's talking about another book. Books don't exist anymore? Is that what he said? <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm just worried about well, him doing sound. this is the sound. show now. My, this is the show now. I'm distracted by him doing sound Brett, is really worrying me. Hearing he he's, couldn't I can see and misunderstanding <laughs> the very basic idea of a sentence. Welcome well, to your I new show. Say well, words. no one said the word. I said the word book to try to sort of 
lead a horse to water a little bit because I, they go. she goes, what's the new one about? I want the listeners to know she means his new book. He apparently talks to this young sort of prepubescent girl about books all the time. <laughs> this 65-year-old man. So anyway, I'm trying to explain that to them. Then you just somehow plug me saying that into your memory so that you go, he's in a world where books don't exist anymore in the movie. He's just in a movie walking with a girl. She goes, what's the new one about? He goes, it's about a, a knight, but he lives in a time where knights don't exist anymore. <laughs> and you go, he's in a world where books don't exist anymore. It's like, holy <laughs> shit, Brett. You couldn't get through one Give sentence. <laughs> You couldn't get through one fucking sentence. I don't and I you... think and I think you were so bad at doing it that I've learned how to say home no, mark. No, don't say that. I don't think don't I could have been that. more vindicated than by what just happened. You well, obviously don't want to you obviously don't want to be the host of this show anymore with Brett. That would no. be insane. You well, it's probably, not a show. You should probably come do the sound. Well, yes, I think that much is clear. You I definitely do have don't to want do to be sound. on the same show as Brett, where he's I hosting. I cannot be hosting with Brett. I'm going to do the sound. Okay, so you come over here. Okay, uh, I'm coming. Uh, this isn't. You can give me a minute to settle into this new role. Okay, now Sean and I are hosting, are doing the sound, and now I'm going to take a picture of you while you do the teaser freezer. Wait, both and of you? And as someone who thought for even a second that Brett was going to be able to do the show and host it. I now have officially proven myself stupid enough to do the sound. <laughs> you guys threw me into the segment I'm least f- familiar with, to be honest. It's our most famous segment. Uh, Everyone loves you it. You could say that. And it's all yours. Okay, should I keep playing the trailer? Yes, and Your then show. do the commentary by yourself. I can't. It's not even... Putting a hammer back on the. Uh... <laughs> it would be anything you wanted to change your world. You just slapped I a woman. I never go back to being that person. But when somebody does something unspeakable, it's something you hardly knew. I don't you understand. Give up? I, don't, I don't understand. Say you trailer. give up. I don't. I don't give up. Admit that you give up. Then finish it if you don't give up. This, this is what I've like wanted. Freezer, this really. is what I've wanted. It doesn't feel anything like a teaser freezer. It doesn't. I admit it doesn't. I can do sound again. Say you give up. I never even asked yeah. for this. Brett, the very idea that I used to host a podcast with you is sickening. This I is what you we, think a teaser freezer is? I wish you gave me at least two sentences to settle into this. What segment do you think you would have been good at, by the way? You said this is the one you're least familiar with. What segment do you think you would have hit out of the park? Let's hear you do that one. Welcome to Hollywood Handbook, the um, Insider's Guide to this place we call show <laughs> this place this he's sweating I swear I can do this welcome to Hollywood Handbook we're in the teaser freezer where it's cold and he's sweating it's hot I thought we were just talking about how hot it was not in the and freezer, the Brett. The, teaser the whole Brett. point is that the freezer is cold. We're at the freaking North Pole. We're not still in this freezer. They mushed a sled dog, and we went to the North Pole. Come back and do the sound. Okay. I'm sorry. I, I, you give up. That's right. I give up. Wow, I thought I was part no, of a good podcast, but now I'm just part of something that I think is... 
has a lot of problems. One is the sound guy tried to host it, and I let him. And now I just think, now I just think this whole thing is just mean and exploitive. And how did it I, is a little. And, you, and how did I say that right? And how did I do on the sound um, when I was over there? I think actually it went okay. Oh, I mean, look, I you, did. Because well, you what, about, what about anything? when I was there? You took pictures. What about you, when Sean was the sound? Sean just sort of hovered over you and didn't, I didn't see him actually even touch anything. And that's what it needed at the time, wasn't it? Because it t- came out fine. Well, we'll see how Sometimes we need to know, we, sometimes we need to know when what actually is necessary is to just sort of hover there and not be doing so much. Huh, Brett? I think this started with you asking me how to say something. We have a great guest today. Gil Ozeri is here, and he's a famous comedy performer, and he's written on television shows, and and he's going to come here, and he's going to talk to Sean and Hayes, the hosts of Hollywood Handbook. So, Vigo Mortensen looks at me. His eyes are like saucers. Mm. And he points and he goes, what is that? Yeah. And I was like, I thought he was joking. I was like, that's pineapple. Mm. You know? Because mm. it's in the fruit salad. Mm. And, he's, and, he's, and he's never seen it. And, he, and we went through fruit by fruit. And I identified every piece. And he just had never had it. He'd never seen it like that. Mm. I think he had seen. The whole one. He'd seen the spiny rind. Yes. So at one point he got mad and he's. You know, kind of shoving me a little bit. He's that's not a pineapple. But you would never know. No, if you saw the, the outside, you no. would never ever think. No, and that's me. Uh, you know, uh, it's not on him. Mm-hmm. I almost was maybe a little condescending because imagine seeing I the outside and so guessing well that there was a sweet yellow. What pineapple looks like, mm-hmm. and that's just a product of my upbringing. Is you know, I was I was uh, spent all that time on the islands. Hey, welcome to Hollywood Hi, Handbook welcome. and Insider's up, Guide to Kicking Butt and Dropping Names in the Red Carpet Lineback Hallways of this time, industry right? we call showbiz. You try to mess me up. And we're not doing I know it that you're time. trying to, but I will never mess it Just up. Just you say it. Well, what up, what up? And we've got a great, exciting guest today. Gil Ozeri is here. Hi, Gil. Hi. Gail, thank you so much for being here. You're famous for your comedy. That's true. You've performed at the UC Berkeley Theater, and mm-hmm. you're and you're also a writer, and you were a writer on Happy Endings. That's true. And you were a writer on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and you left that show recently, and what I have sort of been hearing is that it had a lot to do with the Ferguson stuff, mm. uh, and when all that was going on... Well, that came a little bit after, but, you know... Um, it did, so it happened. You, that stuff you happened feel because it coming. that stuff happened because you left the show and the cops were mad. Um, well, I, I I I don't think they were mad at me. They're, no, mm-hmm. but they were mad that you left the show, and they said until he comes back, we're going to start being very bad cops. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well maybe. Yes. Yeah, maybe. And the Dorner stuff had been when you were just stuck in a tough contract negotiation, right? The Chris Dorner stuff. Um, I, I mean, how many? I, 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 that's always tied to me, but I don't think that's. I don't think that's true. Really? Yeah. It's okay. tied very strongly to you. Is, is I've never heard the two mentioned separately. Mm-hmm. Really? You're all, you always hear yes. My I was name in mentioned. Big Bear recently, and I did visit the Dorner house, as I do, and mm-hmm. I, and I do. 
recalled it everyone I've heard outside. you visit every time you're there. You you go see the Dorner house. This was just frequent. I'm a, I'm a ski bunny. There's no, you know, shame in that. And um uh I went at, when I was there and there were quite a few people there. The the whole uh Hugger mugger around the uh, outside of the building was just the crowd going, mm, get those Arians, get those Arians, Chris Dorner, because mm-hmm. he's stuck in the contract negotiation. Well, you know, I don't know. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe t- I, I, I can't see how the connection, but maybe, maybe it is. Though they it like is. their shows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they were and pissed they, off. And they get, they get, sometimes they get, they can be very pissed off. We, we probably fucked up altogether. I don't want to blame any other writers. I think I'm going to take the onus on that. It All was that you. Yeah, it was me. And it wasn't Lakshmi Sundaram? No, I don't think it was Lakshmi. You know, I, 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 I can't say, like, if it was Lakshmi, then it was also me. Because, I mean, she was, she was in the Arrow Studios to do Yo as this racist. Right. And I could just tell that it was mm-hmm. her. Well, that I don't want to throw anyone under her. the bus, but yes. Okay. She this has bloody hands. When I whisper now, is that recorded? No. Okay. No, I don't think the mic can pick dogs that up. Dogs can hear. Okay. Well, uh, Little dogs. Do you have a lot of dogs that listen to the podcast? We have one. We got one mean one. One mean dog. Mm-hmm. And he likes to kind of like... Does he comment on the message boards? He like he's considers himself something of a critic. Let's put it that way. Mm-hmm. He likes to uh, express his feelings by uh, lifting his leg. He piss. He, he piss. You're saying he pisses on the pot. I wouldn't know how he would do that on the yes, on the podcast on the, on the iPod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, the dog owns an iPad. An iPod. Let right? me, let me iPod. put it this way. IPod. Let me put it this way, Gil. This is episode fifty-one. Right. I'm on. Uh, I'm on shuffle number like 53 at this point. So oh, man. he's not liked many of our episodes. Still has an iPod though. Well, it's Sean. It's my iPod. Oh, your dog. When I play it for the dog. No, he's not my dog. Oh, oh okay. no, please. Well, it's that he I guess he he does his business on his own and then you have to give him yours. The dog can't own, <laughs> The dog can't own an iPod legally. Oh, okay. Is that a rule? You can't own Well, because there's a danger of them eating it. Right. And you as an owner are responsible. If your dog eats an iPod and then has a stomach problem, You're goes screwed. crazy, bites somebody, mm-hmm. you know, because he's trying to have, he's trying to make a bathroom, you know, he's trying to make a, you know, he's making a bathroom, you know, movement, deuce. Okay, yes. He's trying to do this. Deuce, yes. And the iPod is stuck because he ate it because you as an irresponsible owner. You can be arrested for that. You can be arrested. And you should know this. You worked on a cop show. Yeah. No, I, you know what? I didn't, we were supposed to study all, like, everything you can get arrested for. Yes. And mm-hmm. I did not, I didn't look, I didn't even look at the, uh, I didn't even look at the And book. state Sorry to state, it's different. And is, have, you read ever any, have you ever read any of those wacky laws lists that go around the internet sometimes? Like, you can't wear, like, a, a duck on your head or something like that. that <laughs> okay, kind of I haven't seen that one. <laughs> that <laughs> one is good. That <laughs> one's very yes. good. Yeah, that, that I'm like, well, how did this come up? <laughs> how did we find out we don't like this? <laughs> What do you think of all this Apple stuff? Mm. Um, it, it, which what Apple stuff? The iPhone six? Oh yeah, mm. or just Apple in general? Whatever you feel most strongly about. Oh oh, um, I I think I'm gonna get a new Apple uh, Apple six. It's mm. bigger. It's a bigger. It's and, gotten, right. Yeah yes. yeah. What do you guys think and of the we, size? And we we like that. You like the size. Well, that yes, but mm-hmm. we have our own issues as well with mm. it, right? B- the uh, 
The well, fact that- it's two, and I mean, you know, we talk about this, but it's too proprietary, mm. and you have to, mm-hmm. you know, get the new one, and the plugs change, right? And it's a scam. And that's why some of the other ones are more user-friendly and, and easier to hack. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Some of the phones, yeah. So, but you're still... I'm still going to get one, yeah. You're still yeah, slave to the... Oh, have fun buying plugs. Yeah, no, I... I enjoy yeah. spending all the plug money, you know? How much uh, um, money do people usually spend on plugs? Well, well there's the Apple little, guys? Yeah. 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 And the dog, there's a situation with that dog and plugs, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You can't, I mean, the, dog won't, the dog will swallow plugs. Well, he'll do his, his you know, his business on a plug. We don't oh, have yeah. a, we don't have he a good way. At the plugs. We don't have yeah. a, yeah. okay, yeah. We don't have a good way to talk about going to the bathroom on this podcast. Oh, why not? Well, we just haven't solved it. And it's come up a few times that mm. we have to... <laughs> Not just with this dog, but in just telling a story about ourselves, celebrity of life. It is a part of life, or even mm-hmm. a movie where it happens, because I think there's scenes in some of those Farley Brothers movies where they have to go to bathroom on each other. Mm-hmm. And we don't, we haven't found a good way to talk about it that mm-hmm. is comfortable. Like you can't say taking a shit or something? <laughs> well, that's pretty direct. Oh, yeah, sorry. that's I one didn't, way yeah, you I didn't could mean, do sorry, it. Sorry, I, I apologize. No, that's... Good, you're comfortable with that, and that's very direct, and that's who you are. It's like I said, you're an honest comic. Yeah. Yes. No. I am. I'm. I'm honest. That's. I, I pride myself in that. But I speak see, on that. Yeah. On, on my honesty. Mm. Mm, uh, I just. I just feel like if you're gonna say something, you know, mm-hmm. if you're gonna step on that soapbox, you gotta. You gotta be honest. You gotta tell the truth to and, people because that's what they respond yes, to. Yes, and talk about that. Um, I talk about uh, the truth. Mm. I mean, uh, even on a phone call, when mm-hmm. I'm talking to an agent or when I'm talking to mm. a fan who's called me, you mm. know, my family, whatever, you know, I feel like I have to tell the truth. I'm always on. Mm, Are, yes. Do you guys feel like you're always on? Yes, and the, the the descriptor that's been used for the experience is being in the funny zone mm. and having a tendency to live inside the funny zone and, and how that can have a sort of distortive effect. And mm. I'll say that is part of why I do go so often up to Big Bear. Mm. So frequently what, up to Big Bear. What happens up there? That's where I really can shut off and get out of the funny zone and just see the Dorner house and... You don't feel the, you don't feel the pressure skiing, right? No, it's a somber place. It's a quiet, serene. So you place. go to the Dorner House to feel. Am I can serene. I? Am I? F- You've been there a lot recently, which is something you always talk about it as a ski thing. Mm. But it's as far as I know, there's no you can't really do any skiing there right now. It's it's summertime. If I've got skis on, I'm skiing. You know that's my philosophy. Hmm. Everybody thinks you have to be up at the top of some mountain swishing around to be skiing. Okay. Because if I've got skis people, on, I'm skiing. Because people ask me, I say that you're up there and that you're skiing. And then they say, I, I don't think he's skiing right now. Is, is he just going to look at the Dorner house again? Mm. And I and is it. Well, is you that, tell him it's both. I'm skiing at the Dorner house. I've got those boots on and I'm strapped in. I'm snapped in. Hmm. Can I ask what it, what is it about the Dorner house? What 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 makes it so appealing to you? 
I mean, I'm almost starting to worry we're spending too much time on the Dorner house. I'm regretting bringing it back up. I'm well, sorry, you, I apologize. You say that as someone who spends so much time physically looking at it. Well, one thing is I'm afraid to give away my sort of secret little hidings. But, you know, you tell somebody about a great restaurant. Right. The next oh, week you yeah. can't get a Everyone's reservation. There. Oh, yeah, yeah. I see. You know, and while it is a, it is a crowded destination, certainly, uh, there's also an element of... Do I want to tell people that it just, for me, it's like, um, have you been to Sedona? There's these vortexes in Sedona that have a specific vibration, a magnetic vibration. Right. That's sort of polarity. That. Yeah. Aligns your Switch. chakras. Yes. yes. Yeah. That's the Dorner house for you. For me and for many others. Yes. Yeah. What's the Dorner house for you? That's a really great question. For me, there's a parking structure uh, downtown where um, Chris Dorner did his first his first act uh where he mm. snuck up on these two teenagers and that settles and, you. and he did something to them okay. and uh, just going to the top of that parking structure just looking out at the city and just being like this is where i live you know like this is is this is like i get to work here mm. and like sort of do my thing i'm getting paid to do this right right uh, it's just like it, it, every once in a while to step back and go to the top of that parking structure and think about it it's just like it's just a nice it's a nice experience it's a vacation yeah. Gil yeah. do yeah. you have a Dorner house of your own weirdly it's it's Dorner's grave uh, it's so weird that we all have Dor- this Dorner thing in common but I go to his gravesite and uh, I can just tune out you know First of all, you, you know, you never get, you know, I turn my phone off and I just stare. Yes. I could sit and talk to Dorner, you know, one-on-one, man-to-man. And what does he say to you? He's usually supportive of everything I'm doing in my life. And he's just a great ear, you know, mm-hmm. a good sounding board, you know. A, 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 a grave can be a stone, you know, the stone can be, it's a good sounding board, physically and you know, just emotionally, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think you do know, yeah. and, I, and, I, and I think you said. I think you said it all. Okay. Now you've brought up some serious stuff, and uh, I guess that's appropriate because while you are a comedian and famous for your comedy, there's also an element to your work that is. <clears throat> Emotional and uh, can be gut wrenching. There is a serious side to me. Mm-hmm. You do these one man shows. Yes. And I'm almost hesitant to say you do them because your characters do them, don't yeah, they? Yeah, I usually Gil. say they do them. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and through you, you're through a vessel. Me. Exactly. I'm the vehicle and they drive me to the place that they want to go. Mm. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I, I get a lot out of it. Laughs is one thing. But tears is always, you know, another. Well, I mean, enough talking about it. Can we hear a piece of one of these shows? Uh, um, they're each inspired by one of my grandparents. Mm. Oh. Um, and, you know, I have the wackiest family. I, I mean, like... I, <laughs> that I, helps. <laughs> yes, it does. You, you know, usually uh, you hear about people's family and you hear that they're wacky, but I have the wackiest you know they're just they're just so specific my uh my grandmother she was an irish uh uh, roller coaster operator 
Mm. Yes. yes. Okay. And okay. life's something of a roller coaster, isn't it? It is. It is. And that was, did you see the show? Because that's the theme of the show. Mm, yes, I uh, did Explain see to it. me uh, how that would work. What would work? I just don't totally understand how the analogy, I guess. Uh, okay, so a roller coaster. Uh, well, 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 should he explain? Or should his grandmother explain? I'd love to hear your grandmother explain. She'd operated the roller coaster. Okay. Oh, <laughs> oh you're on the roller coaster. Wow, she's here. Which, I, which part of Ireland you know, is she from? <laughs> she, she's from uh, she's from Dublin. Ah, yeah. Okay. Like, okay. Yeah, okay. Right, kind wow. of a mishmash a small, of accents yeah, small, there, Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, I took... And, you know, I, I took uh, voice lessons for a while, mm. you know, mm. just to get it down because, yeah. you know, that's not my natural. I don't really talk. I, I, is my, does it, did it sound, do I sound Irish? <laughs> You're on the great, well, she would say, welcome to the great American scream machine. <laughs> Your life is like this. <laughs> Roller coaster, she would say. Yeah. To any, just whoever was well, getting on. Whoever or was getting you, on. Okay. And she was like, strap in for the, strap in for the ride of your life. Rub the Blarney Stone because you're going on an adventure. And she committed suicide. She committed suicide, yeah. Uh, she uh, misoperated one of the roller coasters and uh, stopped it to give a speech while it was upside down. And 13 children died. Uh, they just fell right out and smashed into a, uh, a dirty bush on the ground. She was giving a speech on the ground. Yeah, no, she was on the ground looking up. Oh, uh, she like, wanted to talk yes, to them. She's like, this is, this is what it's, it's like when you're going through a rough patch. Mm-hmm. Right, right, yes. And then they actually went into, uh, a, into a dirty bush. Yeah, into yes. a dirty bush. Something of a yes. rough patch. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah. I mean, the dishonor of dying in a bush that hasn't been cleaned. Yes, that's partially on the on the uh, you know theme on park. the grounds crew. Yeah, yeah, it's crew, not yeah. her fault. It's not her. Fault. No, that it was yeah. dirty. But it sounds like fault. she did yes. take that per like to personally that she did take it upon herself that it was her fault. Yes, mm-hmm. she, she did. committed suicide. She committed suicide, and rightfully so. Mm. I should say, you know, like we, my family, we talk about it and stuff. But and I do commit suicide on stage. Mm. It's mm. it is. You should try. Have you guys done one man shows? We tinkered with some experimental stuff back in the early days, but I wouldn't call it a one-man show, no. Mm. What would you call it? It's almost genderless. Oh. Um, one, one person show? One art, art. One art, one art. One art, art. One art, art. Art. One art, art. art. Instead one of a one-man show, right. it's replacing both man and show with art. And while I did... In my case, didn't do the one man show. Did just the man show. Mm. Okay. The Stanhope, like the Stanhope Stan Rogan, Rogan show era. Got it. Yes, where Hayes played all the characters. Wow. And the so it was the one man man show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was truly moving. And doing every juggy, every single juggy. Don't forget. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Ziggy zaggy, ziggy zaggy. Mm-hmm. Oi, oi, oi! Don't have to oy, tell oy, me. Oy, yeah. 
Yeah. And she, and she committed suicide. Yeah, so she committed suicide. So so I I thought it would be wise to to actually allow my audience to experience that. And so I kill myself in a different way on stage, or I did, um, every night. And is that because it, you forgot how your grandmother did it? Yes. And it keeps it fresh, though, to do a different one every night. Because mm-hmm. when I would do my one art art, I remember that I would come out and I would just be a peanut. Right. Just to... But then the next night, you know, maybe I'm some, you know... I'm a cashew. A, well, I didn't want to say it, but yes. And why didn't you want to say that? I guess I get embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Because when you do play a cashew, there's a part of yourself that the audience gets to see that... No shell. Maybe you stopped showing them a while ago. Yeah. Wow. That's deep. And so thinking back to even when I played pistachio um, and, uh, you know, the whole thing, the whole campaign where the different uh, celebrities would enjoy me in different ways and they're dressed in a fluorescent green and maybe it's how Snooki enjoys a pistachio or mm. how Stephen Colbert likes a pistachio. Um, maybe it's... Uh, who else would like pistachios? Psy. Psy. <laughs> maybe it's Psy. And he's enjoying that pistachio, you know... Gangnam style. Yeah. You know, that's um that's a pretty vulnerable place to to bring yourself. It really is. Oh, Gil, I admire you for sticking with Gil, that. who were those the people you were talking about? Uh I was talking about my grandma. Your grandma. Com- yes, yeah, your grandma. She committed suicide. suicide. Yes. 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 And you had uh, uh, other ones. Yes, I had other. I had uh, two other grandparents. Mm. Yeah, you know, my uh, my grandmother, uh, my other grandmother on my mother's side, and she is uh, she is a Jew- she was a Jewish prostitute. Oh, good. Um, and I do this whole shtick. It, it's shtick, you know. Yes, because it's her. Um, with it's her and all her other prost- prostitutes, just you know. Hanging around, around, and a John walks up, and it's like it is so much fun. Uh, and how and what happens and what happens? Basically, this guy comes up and he's like, uh, "You want me to do it? You want to?" I'd love to hear uh, the six or seven prostitute friends of hers who are all sort of from different backgrounds, yes. all sort of talking to this. And John. that's what they are. That's yeah. what they, it's just, it's, different sects. I would imagine yes. of Judaism. Mm-hmm. Yes, D- different. They're from different areas mm-hmm. uh, where Jewish people are, and Jewish people are. Uh, I didn't know this before I looked it up. They're from more than one place. Mm, yes. I, I thought they all come from uh, Jerusalem, and oh. they don't. They they come. I was going to say the zoo, but oh uh, yeah, no. That's that. There's some that work at the zoo too. Um, uh, the Jew that mm-hmm. doesn't work. Okay, so. He- <laughs> So, like, John walks up, and he's like, Hi, f- hi, ladies. Uh, I'm looking to spend my hard-earned dollar on a little poontang. I get dirty with it, but hold on. And my grandmother comes up, and she's, and this is my grandmother. 
Hello, fella. We're just uh, waiting for a, a handsome guy like you to walk up. Isn't that right, Bernice? Yes, it's very right. We're all here waiting for you. Yes, this is Madeline, the Russian Jew. And I am waiting for you, too. My pussy is very wet. And then uh, uh, there's another, uh, there's a Japanese uh, one, uh, because, you know, just, you know, I, I, I like to the do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yes, I want to grab your motorballs. Audience goes crazy. Uh, and then uh, there's the... Was uh, there a Jamaican Jew that was in the... That oh, child. Oh, child. Give me, the, give me your two clementines. I put it on my belly and I put it on my three titties. <laughs> All right, here's my money. And then my grandmother, obviously, is the one who has sex with him because um, that was, guess what? That was my grandfather. Mm. Oh, and you don't find that out. Hey. Yeah, you don't find that out till the end of the show. Mm. Yeah. And so uh, then you, it's almost like you went to two shows. It's almost like you went to two. The one thing I have is you, okay. you said poontang, and then you said, I get dirty with it, but wait. But... I wasn't sure what I was waiting for. Oh, okay, yeah, no. Uh, I didn't get to the part where my, my grandparents have sex on stage. Oh, you as both of them. Yes, me having sex, me as my grandfather having sex with my grandmother. So it would be like, oh, yes, oh, give it to me. Oh, yeah, I'm going to give it to you, I mean. Oh, yeah. Oh, this is so good. Oh, my God. Oh, get your Jewish cock right inside me. Oh, baby. Oh, we're fucking Jewish style now. Oh, baby, this is so Jewish. Oh, give it to me, Jewish. I'll give it to me, Jewish. I'll give it to you, Jewish. I'll give it to you, Jewish. Oh, I came like a Jew. And so delicate, because I have had sex, and it, yeah. and it does sound something like that, but there's something about the way you do it that's so delicately infused with your background and yes. some of your yeah. culture. It's no, the kind of thing that, that only someone who's had your experience yeah. and who's it, been it, through what you have right. to do. Well, it's a window for me, you know, into, in, into the, the, the subtle differences of uh, you have cultural to be, Yes, you have to be specific, or else no one's going to, again, no one's going to buy it. That's the truth thing. You know, the truth thing returns, because if you're not truthful, about what Judaism is to everybody and you're specific about what it is to you mm-hmm. you know no one's gonna really well and it's specific and it's general because yeah. the specifics of um, some of the things they were saying you know I haven't necessarily heard but the concept of coming and shoving your cock in someone and having them ask you to do that that's mm-hmm. that's a, that has happened I I yeah. mm-hmm now, Gil, your family's very unusual. <laughs> but would you trade them for anything in the world? Um, God, anything? Anything. Like money? Like, what do you mean? <laughs> anything. Anything. But money could buy a lot of things. Uh, and any amount. God. I'm sorry, when you're saying anything, a building? Anything. Whoa. What? Like a, and as many of that thing as many buildings as you want, and it can be multiple different kinds of things. You know what? I've always wanted my own college. 
No, I would say no, though. No, you know, well, you can't trade family. Not even for a college. You know what? Gill College. <sighs> That's the name. Christ. Ah, uh, no. You know what? No. <sighs> God. Does it have a campus? Uh, no. It does. It's yes, God. Gil. It does have a campus. There's a quad. It's There's got a an quad. Frisbee team. Gil quad. Jesus Christ. You guys. They're teachers? Oh, man. And uh, There's like a student center, like a university and student center. a team center. name, a field house. A, it's, it's like all the college stuff. You're naming all the college stuff. You're naming what's cool about college. Yes, you get I it gotta all. Say, I gotta say, it's mean, all it's your family. Yours. You, can't, you can't just do that to your yeah, family. But you, you can't, but college. you do have like a, there's like a meal card, like a point system. <laughs> and and That's you how swipe you pay the card uh, to pay for the meal. Yeah. And there's like a local sub place where everyone goes. It's open like really, it's open really late. late. Yeah. And so like, a, like right after near a sports bar. After a fun night out, yeah, you go and get yourself a nice yeah. sub sandwich. Ah, mm-hmm. man. Uh, That's not part of the college. And how many of my family? Just one Well, it, it does wind up being part of the college in some ways. It's part that of the experience, but it's not like, part of the college. If you went to that college, you, can, you, you know that sub place. You can ask for that too, but it is separately because you can have anything. God. I mean, as much as the college is part of the town, I feel like that sub place is part of the college. Yeah. I mean, please. Are we thinking of Cluck U? Well, there's also... The chicken subs? The spicy chicken subs? Cluck U? Cluck U. Yeah. You call them up late at night. That's true. You get Cluck U and you get Gill College. Oh, man. You know, every time you say it, it's, uh, it's like a dagger in my... Wait, so how many family members are we talking here? I... I think it has to be one, at least Could one. Could it be one that's dead already? Ooh, how does that work if he's trading Yeah, how that? does that work? I think it works that, yes, you can trade the one that is dead already and you get a college. Done. You know, Hayes, I didn't realize it, but we're playing Would You Rather. We're playing Would You Rather, like, on the show that everybody likes. Now I can see... <laughs> People might really like this. Now I could... Well, I can't say that that's what I was setting out to do originally, but if people listen to it and they like it, then, mm. well, that's great. Yeah, now and now you can see a little bit of the appeal when you make it personal. So there's more questions, and the questions are going to come from the Popcorn Gallery, right, Hayes? Yes. Oh, God. Excellent. The Popcorn Gallery, it's time for it now. Let's reach into the popcorn bag and get a question. It's just a boring piece of popcorn or question. Is this what you want? Okay, okay well, okay. This is probably... So um, my this friend is Mark actually from high worse. school... I actually consider that to be worse than what was going on before. Go so on. So my friend Mark from high school records these sound drops for us. Okay. Um, and they were pretty fun for a little while and just sort of a neat thing to do where we simulate reaching into the bag. And then he got kind of lazy with it, I think. And once he first he got eerily prescient, and then he got kind of lazy and was just repeating what he just heard in the show. And Hayes become upset. And I feel like this is directed at Hayes. He's going, "Okay, did you just want something boring?" Well, my impression was that he wasn't taking the responsibility seriously. Mm. He wasn't. It, there was a time when he would think really hard about what he was going to do with his sound drive. What, what do you think happened? I think because he feels like he has some security, because mm. he's Sean's friend, oh. uh, that he thinks he can get away with almost anything, and including al- saying it's just a boring piece of popcorn. I also happen to know that he won $850 on a scratcher. 
And so I think that a little bit he's feeling like on top of the world, above the gig. Right. Yes. Yeah. Well, if he thinks he's going to stop the whole segment, it was a cash word, and he spelled six different words. Gil, this is from yes. Chanson. Chanson, yes, that's great name. Don't well, encourage him, please. Sorry. What doesn't your IMDb page say that you'd like everyone to know? Uh, God, you know, uh, the, the, what it doesn't have on the page is uh-huh. is my height. And people, when they see me, they're alarmed that I'm four foot nine. They get mm-hmm. weirded out. They're like, "This guy's, you know, should be much taller." Mm. And then they see me, and then I'm very short. Well, it's because you're a chameleon. I mean, acting-wise, you're a true chameleon. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you become these imposing these, characters. These monstrous, gargantuan freaks. Whether you're me. playing, yes, whether yes. you're playing mean boss mm-hmm. or uh, you know, sexy secretary. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, or Gojira. You know, fing- oh, when you bid, do you, you know, portray Gojira yeah. in a pretty successful Mothra, film. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. that's true. Any of those characters. And, and I guess, so they expect something, but... I feel like all the greats, Tom Cruise, you know, uh, whoever, they were all, you know, under five foot three. You know, mm. Tom Cruise is five two. No. But he, I think you guys have some similar tricks, which is you stand very close to the camera. We do. And that makes you look so big. So big. Much and bigger. It, yes. And the, you're both in incredible shape because whenever they try to move that camera away from you, you are just way faster than all the camera guys in Hollywood. That's true. And so you always stay big. I do. I, I mean, I wish. That is great. Stay big. Mm-hmm. Mm, I wish big. I could get that on a t-shirt. And uh, they say there's no small parts, only actors who are too far away from the camera. That's true. That is a common saying. Stay big. Uh, is there another question? I don't know. Let's check in the bag. Yeah, yeah I'm jerking off. You fucking game. Here you go. I Wow. Terrible. That was, that was Mark again. <laughs> I'd rather do nothing. I don't need to hear the sound of popcorn if well, it's going to be followed well, by let's that. Let's talk to him. I mean, let's have a conversation because this is, you do this on the show. I, can I, I'm just saying, I don't want to write I, the guy off. Go can ahead. I be honest? If, if, that, if I knew that was going to be the sound, I might not have, I might not have come. I wouldn't have asked you to come and hear something like that. Okay, I had heard the sounds. Just so okay, we can hear I had oh heard, my God. Okay, I had heard the sounds, and I considered playing some sounds from an old program, some more just generic, like yummy popcorn or, um, you know, things like that. Yes, but, the, the early ones were all about how tasty the popcorn was. Yes, initially it was that the popcorn was buttery or this was a fluffy one. Um, and then he went in a lot of directions, like there was a dragon in there. Yes, first, at one point his hand is in his soda, and that seemed to really open us up to, yeah, now wow. he's a dragon. He found uh, some car keys or a piece of paper with a code on it, and then that, you know, went right. to the safe. Um, but, it, you know, it, there so, were some interesting journeys we took. Uh, and now maybe he feels like Hayes didn't appreciate the creativity or something, but uh, I mean, these are directed at you, I feel like. Well, I think the people who are really the victims of these is a guest like Gil, who people who come on the show. Well, what was I to do when I was to it? a good popcorn sound? Should I have just played some old sound clip? This re- people will know. This reminds me when in one of my one man shows, I bring my new. Uh, fiance over to my house and my parents are arguing they won't stop they're at each other's oh. throats they're like you overcooked 
the roast beef? And my mother is like, I'll give it to you. And they go at it. And I'm like, uh, please. I'm like pulling on my collar as, and I got this like huge collar uh, built for the show that just extends across the stage just so I can go, yikes. And uh, my, I, I'm like, why are you arguing in front of my fiance? And I feel like the fiance here. I feel like you're my, you know, you're the parent. What's the I don't fiance know what saying say. in, in all this? Uh, she's like, uh, I think we're going to call the wedding off. Oh, and then yes. you guys would, nat- and that's the end of the, the inter- that's the intermission. That's when we hit the intermission. And then you come back, and you guys would naturally have to make up. Yes, and what comes next is the sex. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. and then I'm fucking. And how I, does that go? Yeah, well, I'm having sex with my fiance, my fiance. <laughs> I'm yeah. having I'm having sex with my fiance and my parents are are there. It's so awkward. Yeah. Because what you're have you so ever awkward. it's so awkward. It's yes. like they're not even in another room, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna push it into you, me. I'm gonna push it into you, me style. You know, uh. and then I'm gonna push it into you, me style. And then my parents are like, uh, they get the collars, and they're like, uh, oh, it's no. getting a little hot in here. And I'm like, oh yeah, mom. Oh mom. And then I, I, we don't even realize half an hour into me giving my fiance the come of her life. I turn around and my parents are just, their jaws are on the floor. They can't believe it. And, they were uh, behind you. Yeah, they were behind me the whole time. Yeah, and, you know? they didn't, and, then they, and they were locked in the room, too. They were locked in the room. I had locked it. I didn't see them. Mm. And that's, uh, it, it was, it's, it's unbelievable. It's just unbelievable. The, se- oh, the oh. having sex in front of your parents and yeah. the big collar. It's yeah. just so, it's the, yeah, the collar makes it, too. You got to see the collar. Here's a question from NWN. Good evening, Gil. Why don't kids build tree houses anymore? They're always on their phones now. I hate it. Thank you. Wow. Um, I think kids are stupider. I don't know if, if you guys have run into... Uh, do you guys talk to many children? Yeah, it, uh, it's this trophy stuff. What trophy stuff? Everybody gets a trophy. Do you have that experience? Oh, the trophy. Oh, like everyone gets one of your special kind of a thing. Seems like you wipe your, I don't have a great way to say this. Your your butt. Well. Okay, we'd rather. Oh, you guys. Actually, the exact word that I was hoping to avoid. But it seems like you do that and it seems someone's there to hand you a trophy. Yes. And you do anything, and you get a trophy. The kids now, which is not good training for the real world, where you actually have to win a trophy. And speaking as somebody who's done that a few times, Mm -hmm. it ain't easy. It wasn't for wiping, you know. For what? For for wiping, you know, wiping. Reaching behind me with the TP and wiping. The The stuff. The the stuff if I'd gone to the, if I had, you know. In the toilet room if I did that. The you took a you took a dump. Sorry, I'm sorry. I just I don't see why it's. Here's a question from. Okay. Let's reach into the bag. Yeah, oh, fuck this. Fuck thing. Fuck you, Ace. That's it. Wow. That was an extra long. Grab, first of all. Well, yeah, the grab's almost sarcastically long. Yeah. It's almost like he was thinking of how to hurt me the most. 
Yeah, like what was even worse than like basically pretending to jerk off yeah. or whatever. Is he I said the worst thing done. he could possibly say. This guy has it out for you. Fuck and you I though he's not even my friend. I've been hosting this show oh, the whole time. Be, I don't even know this guy. Well, he'd be we, we've that. exchanged like two emails when we were like setting all this up. And I Those was were totally, really funny emails I was that you sent totally him. polite with him. Yes. I had some very funny things I was doing in that email. Here's a question from Corpse Fucker Shitlord. The question is, Dear Gil. The usually, tex- usually that name gets a laugh. Usually it does. And I wonder what it is in this case. It didn't really seem to hit. It's the vibe in the room. Usually someone will hear the name and go, <laughs> like that. Not a huge laugh. <laughs> no. Just It'll like get a, something. Well, it doesn't, when you go, you know, the person, this is from someone named, and then you just don't think that name, that's not a name normally. No, yeah. it's not, no. <laughs> so, it's a crazy name. Yes. Yeah. Someone will go, the that's thing all. to do is go like, okay. Like that, that's another oh, thing you can do. All right. Do. This question's can you from, say, can you give me another chance? Yes. This question's from Corpse Fucker Shitlord. Oh, okay. Oh, that was good, yeah. Yes. Okay. Dear Gil, the technology to filter the salt out of water exists and has existed for a long time, but there are still water shortages in some parts of the world. Why doesn't somebody just build a large-scale water purifying factory and take a bunch of the water from the ocean and turn it into fresh water? Wow. Uh, God, uh, this guy's a little late to the game. Um, I agree. And you know what I mean? I feel like that's being done. Mm-hmm. You know what? I feel, I'm sorry. I feel like that's being done. You know, uh, there's no way that's not being done, right? There's no way. There's no uh-uh. way someone's not doing that. I read oh, that question please. and I had that same thought. Like, see, like, it's no it's got to be. This guy's yeah. late to the game. Yeah. It's got to be. I, yeah. Well, and his, where was he? Yeah. yeah, it looks like corpse. Where was corpse shit load fucker? Hmm. Yeah. When you need, you know, where good, was it? Good. Yeah. Good. Yeah. That, yeah. That's good. And yeah. so he's late to the game, but why? Why? <laughs> because he's not paying attention to the news. He's mm-hmm. probably on his. He's probably not paying. He's not paying attention to the news. He's probably mm-hmm. on his app. Yeah, you know, or in this case, his corpse fucking app. You know, and just like someone yeah. dinged in mm-hmm. into the corpse room, and he's all about the corpse. You know, yeah. and he's not listening that's in, to. Yeah, it's in his name. So now you are really enjoying his name. You know, I'm compensating. Because I uh, I didn't whoa, whoa, think it was, whoa, whoa, I didn't think it was unusual before, and now I feel like I have to keep saying it. Like whoa, I, whoa, whoa! Well, you're compensating. I wasn't picking that up at all. You seemed. I am. No, I, you I'm, seem totally in control. No, what's going on? I'm compensating. Well, what's going on then? Well, I just feel like I didn't. Gil, I as didn't a comic known for your honesty, yeah. almost exclusively. I know, I'm breaking down right here, okay? Because I, I I heard the corpse fucking thing, and I didn't think it was weird, all right? I, mm-hmm. It's something that actually hits home with me. And that's why you didn't say, okay. Yeah, that's why I, I faked it. You said, like, okay, like that. Yeah. It was more of a, that's normal. Mm. Okay, okay. Mm. All right. I, if I if you guys weren't here, I probably would have said, "All right." Mm. I guess I should have known that from the one man show you did about your Puerto Rican uh, 
great, uh, great grandpa, and he, you know, made you basically yes. fuck a voodoo corpse mm-hmm. that he had done voodoo on. Hey, Billy. Hey, Billy. Why are you fucking that quince? No, 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 not a quince. A corpse. A lot of it is inspired by uh, Mrs. Rosie Perez. And yes, she, I mean, your grandfather in the show calls you by the name of Woody Harrelson's character in White Man Can't <laughs> yes. Jump. Some of the lines are completely, I wanted people to get the reference because mm-hmm. a lot of times they're just like, they're t- you know, your audience is just dumb as shit. And so I had to say like, you know, hi, Billy. Hi, Billy. You're going to fuck this dead body, Billy. Go. Then you go on Jeopardy. Yeah. Oh, the man, Su- Billy. The Suki brothers, yeah. The Suki brothers. <laughs> the Stuki brothers. Suki brothers, yeah. Suki? Stuki. The Stuki brothers are coming, Billy. You got to what? You bet all the money on the game? Oh, Billy. I can't believe you're going to. And also, I'm your grandpa. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I get the grandpa in there, too. So I should have known you wouldn't find that name unusual because I did see that show. Yeah. Well, that's about it. Uh, Thanks so much for coming. Uh, Please, everyone who listens, please rate us on iTunes. And talk to us on the forums. And uh, we love uh, reading what you say and deciding whether or not to respond. And usually, not really. Almost never do. And then like the Doesn't really seem to be worth it from our perspective. Yes. Uh, and uh, the Facebook, and, uh, and please buy the pro version of our podcast. Uh, there's a lot in the box this week. We had to get a bigger box. Had to get an even larger box. Uh, for the, it's, it's, and it's not just one big thing. It's a number of big things in the box this week that we're, that we're sending home. Uh, and who bought the pro version this week? I think it was Slinky Dink. Yes, that's right. Slinky Dink. Bought the pro version, and he gets his very own one-man show from none other than Gil Ozeri, and he's going to do a whole show about Slinky Dink. Uh, yeah. Right now, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, 1939. Hi, welcome to the elevator, Slinky Dink. You're going to the top floor. Top floor, your your life. <laughs> Slinky Dink walks out and sees the horizon. I'm Slinky Dink, and I'm the champion. I'm sorry, guys. I uh, I gotta stop. Oh, Gil. I was. You know what I was gonna do? Is have Slinky Dink have sex with a dead body. Mm. I was going where I. It's almost a little bit of a crutch for you. Mm-hmm. It is. I, 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 you know what? I, I, can we not maybe put this into the um, into the show? I, I just feel bad about it. Now nah, we already recorded it. Bye. Bye. This has been an Earwolf Media production. Executive producers Jeff Ulrich and Scott Aukerman. For more information, visit Earwolf.com. EarwolfRadio.com The Wolf Dead
That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>